Thank you for tuning in to Detail Memoirs. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zenware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the VIN and create an invoice in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, text and email reminders, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about Rotafest at rotafest.com. Welcome to another episode of Rotafest Detail Memoirs. I'm Jody Cedric, and every week we get together to meet with the movers and shakers, the detailers, and the suppliers and vendors in the detailing world. And my partner is? I'm Rod Pusey, and every week Detail Memoirs is sponsored by Roadfield Service, the longest standing detailing software on the market, and there's a reason for that. So thanks for joining us. Yep, and we're really, really excited. We have probably some of the biggest names in the industry with us today. We have Chris Evans, author of Detailer's Dictionary, and former IDA president, Mr. Jonathan Munsell. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? We're doing great, man. We are super excited uh, to meet with you guys because this is kind of a unique version of RoadFS Detail Memoirs because usually we kind of go into the history and how people came into the industry, but you're so well known. And what's exciting is you guys are on to a new venture together. And so, Jonathan, you've been named the new CEO of Pronto Wash. And Chris is going to be your right-hand man. So let's talk about that new venture with you guys. Sure. The, um, it's been in the works for a bit. The, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Pronto Wash, but uh, Pronto Wash is it's a large established company. It's been around a long time. Uh, the Pronto Wash brand itself is in over 350 locations all across the world. And it is it really took steam in the past few years here in the United States. And I was reached out to by them at the end of last year. And they it asked me to come and kind of consult for them and, and kind of give them an idea of where they can go and how they could improve their business. They had kind of plugged in with me on Detailer Insider Secrets. And when I was the president of the IDA, they were kind of just like taking it all in. And they kind of reached out to me and said, hey, if we took your system and applied it to our business, you know, how would that work? And the difference between kind of what I give away with Detailer Insider Secrets compared to an organization like Pronto Wash, you know, Pronto Wash has 17 locations. So it's not just an easy, just fold over. I mean, when you, when you deal with 17 locations, there's a lot of different moving parts. So it wasn't as easy as just, you know, drop my stuff in and they're good. But essentially that's what we're doing. We're really following the same exact playbook that I've been talking about for the past year, which is the simple plan, right? You don't need a big complex plan and you need to focus on the pillars of what makes you successful. So people, operations, marketing, sales, management, and financials. And we're doing exactly that. So I had, uh, I've known Chris for a long time and 
as I was as I was putting this together, the uh, he had kind of hit me up and, we, and he said, "Hey, I'm here for you. If there's anything you need, let me know." So I uh, that happened on like a Thursday, and I said, "Hey, sit tight, um, but you'll be hearing from me very shortly. I got something big in the works." And I called him up the next day and I said, um, "You know, okay, are you ready to do this?" He's like, "Hey, I'm ready to do whatever you need." I'm like, okay, you need to pack and you, and you need to start moving towards Florida. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, literally, like, <laughs> like pack a bag, you need to be in Florida on Monday. Um, and that was on Friday. We met Miami on Monday and Chris took over all of uh, the uh, Southeast Florida. So he has uh, seven locations between uh, Boca and Miami that he's responsible for. Wow. So, so kind of explain to, to those folks out there that haven't heard of Pronto Wash exactly kind of what it is, what, what the services you guys offer, um, and, and kind of what makes you different than other folks. So Pronto Wash is, it's, it's different than what I'm probably known for. I'm probably most known for, for growing Spiffy. So we had built Spiffy, um, you know, that was kind of my biggest project for the past, you know, in this decade. Um, I had spent working and building Spiffy, the largest mobile car care provider in the U.S., um, in the world, really. So, so the model is actually, they're, they're very different. They're similar in some ways. Pronto Wash operates from fixed sites. So in, in most cases, they operate in either mall locations or airport locations. So we have, you know, Portland, San Francisco, Denver airports. Um, in you know Tampa, we have four fixed site mall locations, five in Miami, two in Boca. So they're they've always operated from this base of a mall, where when we did Spiffy, we would go in and we would put the base, you know, in the center of a city and operate from there. Well, when we were out in Los Angeles, we realized that that model is good, but to work from a centralized hub in a place like Los Angeles and try to get from say El Segundo up to North Hollywood, you know, at 4.30 in the afternoon is just brutal. So we had the idea back then to have satellites, but we never actually implemented it. So then when the Pronto Wash uh, opportunity came along and I saw what they were doing with these fixed sites around the city, I said, hey, I go, why don't we keep the fixed sites, add mobile units to it? If anybody knows me most, I'm known for mobile operations. I said, add mobile units to each one of these. And basically, instead of having a hub and spoke model, we now have satellites around a city. We can get anywhere in 10, 15 minutes. So that's kind of the difference of them. But they're doing, you know, we're doing services from an exterior wash all the way up to what we call a showroom detail, which is, you know, compound polish, wax, paint correction. And we'll be adding this year, we'll be adding um, different paint correction processes as well as coatings. Okay. So we do the full so range. Automotive only, do you guys, you know, because of the locations you've mentioned, uh, you guys doing marine as well? Um, we have some marine opportunity. We don't do a lot in it, but like I said, I mean, we're in, we're in Florida mostly. So the company is based yeah. out of Tampa. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's like just a ton of boats. So we get called on to do boats. It's not a primary uh, focus of ours today. And again, the, the world is slightly different today than it was a month ago, two months ago. Um, <laughs> just you know, a little bit. I'm just sure it is. Bit. Yeah. The, uh, so, you know, Marine is not a big part of our business today, but it's certainly a line item that we could expand upon exponentially. Awesome. So as, as you guys are moving forward, I mean, the one thing that you're really known for, Jonathan, is creating systems. And, and I think that's the one thing, you know, people that are tuning in to us is the one lesson that I've gleaned from you over 
the short time that I've known you is you are really, really big on implementing a system that streamlines your process and makes you in that, um, that discipline. It enables you to be more profitable and it also makes you more scalable. So let's talk about that. How do you see that, you know, not only in the Pronto Wash, Pronto Wash realm, that's a tongue twister, no, but also for the guys that are trying to scale their business to the next level. Yeah, the, the core of, of anything that, that I do, and I've been, I've been doing this a long time in, in multiple different businesses that I've built, it's always systems is the foundation of what you do. So whether, you know, it's, you know, when we'll use people as an example. So people, right, you, you have the hire, right? So there's a recruiting process. So you got to recruit, you have to screen those people. You then have to interview those people. And now we go to video, we use Zoom to, to interview people all the time. And then you're sorting them in or out. But all of that is a system. It is literally a checklist. It is a system. We can process things much quicker. That same system, when you look at scale, it doesn't matter if I have 10 job openings across the country, it's the same exact system. So right. whether you're an individual detailer working in a single shop and you're looking to hire or you're us and, you know, when, when we kind of come back out of this current situation that we're in, you know, we'll onboard a hundred people in probably 30 days. That yeah. system is the exact same system that the single detailer would use. So that's just one example, but every single piece of your business needs to be systematized. Yeah. So that's kind of the core. And Chris is seeing a lot of that now, right now, Chris is spending a lot of time working on oh, taking yeah. the systems that, that I've built and, and making them kind of pronto wash friendly. So Chris, talk a little bit about the systems as you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, like Jonathan says, you know, scaling, if it's something small or something big, it really doesn't matter. Um, and with these systems that I'm working with and working on now, um, the standard operating procedures, you know, what and how we do in the vehicles, uh, managers, employees, and in every mm -hmm. facet of the company, uh, we're doing a revision and we're streamlining everything. And, and with the success systems uh, techniques that we're using, it's, it's just easy. It's so easy to get in and, and go directly to what you're looking for. You can find information at hand. Um, there's guidelines, you know, there's common industry practices. Jonathan spent a, a, a good amount of time building this and, and it's one of the best things that I've seen, not just because of working for the company, but just the, the simple efficiencies and qualities in it is, is, is unbelievable. Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the reasons that, um, you know, Chris, when we've talked to you or Jonathan, when we've talked to you that we kind of mesh because, you know, you're, you're looking at it from the business standpoint and all of that. And, and then we've been looking at it for a number of years from the system standpoint of, you know, processing the car and always having the same process that you go through, you know, as a detailer, you know, you usually go through that same thing. It's whether you start with the outside or you start with the inside, you open the trunk, you open the doors, you pull out the floor mats, everything has a flow that you do through it. And, and I think that that efficiency and that flow helps you get through it, either from, from like you said, Jonathan, the single person that's maybe doing one or two details a day to where I've been in operations that are these um, mega online dealerships, they're going through 150 cars a day. You have to have a system. The car comes in, it's processed by this group, it goes through the basic wash, it gets inspected, it moves on to this. If there's paint touch-up, it goes over here. I mean, you cannot <clears throat> just kind of haphazardly do that. And, and so we, we try to do the same thing with our systems where how is 
how do we make a electronic system as efficient as possible to make sure that the car is processed and the information is gathered so that at the back end of this, you can do analytics on that and you can do it in a way that you can say, okay, this worked, this didn't work, this is making me money, this isn't making me money. And I always think it's interesting when we talk to a client that it's had our system for over a year or so and we look at it and we look back at the reporting and they'll be like, well, I've got like five other services in there, but they don't show up here. And I'm like, that's because you haven't done them in a year. Yeah. I want to look at that. If you're not doing that, if you're not performing that service at all, maybe it's an add-on and you, you add it to an existing service as an add-on instead of trying to offer it by itself. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree wholeheartedly. It's the, if, if the system is simple and the system is well-defined, you know, the biggest thing, whenever I go into a new company, I always see it. There's, there's always that person that like, they know what the system is and there's a procedure in place, but they're always like, oh, but I do it this way. Um, yeah. you know, and and the, the biggest thing with that of the, I do it this way, guys, um, it breaks down a lot of other systems. Yes. So it, at any one of our locations, we can be processing, you know, anywhere from six to eight vehicles at a time. But if they're following the process, I can tell where every one of those cars is just by what they're doing and where they are on the vehicle. Right. And it allows us at sometimes, you know, sometimes you got to jump in and help. Well, if they're doing it their way and, and they're bouncing all over the place, you can't even jump in and help them efficiently. You know, you get sucked into their mess. But if they're following our system and they go around, we call it a cyclone, they're going around the car and doing all the processes. I know exactly if they're vacuuming the, the passenger rear uh, seating compartment, I know the next thing to do. And I can jump in and on the front and help that person and we can continue to go. We're really big about one person per vehicle, per service. Um, yep. A lot of guys, you know, when they have multiple hands, they have multiple people touching a vehicle. Um, we, we find, you know, when you process, you know, tens of thousands of vehicles a year, we find that that's a single point of failure for every time we have a customer complaint, we can always go back to a system and we say, well, how did that happen? How did we miss that, you know, the windows on the passenger side? And it's the old, you know, oh, well, he was over there and I was over here and I thought he got it, but he didn't get it. And you yep. missed stuff. So, so one of the, one of the core functions of our system is a single person per vehicle per service. Yeah. I don't think you can emphasize that enough. My, the best example I've got is in my younger, younger days, and this is a hundred years ago, um, I was a mechanic, ASC certified mechanic, and I had someone help me uh, put the wheels and tires on a car and 20 feet out of the shop, we lost a wheel. And it was because, oh, I thought you did that one. And I'm like, no, you were on that side. And it, it was absolutely because that night, I'm at that point and I was 20s. I was like, that's it. I'm never letting a car roll out of here without me physically checking every single lug nut on that car. Because it, it just, just, it's a nightmare when you see customer's car pull out. Hey, thanks. Have a nice day. Boom. And the wheel <laughs> yeah, goes past them. Ah, uh, you know, how much did that just cost us? You know, so yeah, yeah absolutely. So one of the things, go ahead, Jonathan, you're about to say something, go ahead. Yeah. So, you know, even just looking at systems. So, you know, it was, it was kind of refreshing coming into Prado Wash and seeing what they were doing and where they were and some of the basic things and God, I can't stress this enough. You know, they have all these locations and they have really great people and hardworking folks, but they're all working actually too hard. You know, they weren't using some of the things that, you know, Chris and I know from the industry, you know, they weren't even using compressed air at any of the locations, you know, so we added air, we added air to all the mobile vehicles as we, as we roll out right now, we have eight mobile vehicles in production and the spec build on the truck compared to what they used to do compared to, they had like two mobile vehicles when I got there. Now we have 10, 
um, in two months. So, uh, you know, just little things that you can do in this in the system and in the process to make lives easier. Um, even the employees are feeling the impact of just really good quality systems. They can process more faster, which means they can make more money. So. Right, right. And that's one of the biggest things is if you cut down on the inefficiencies um, and you look at it either way, it's either you're making something more efficient or you're cutting down on existing inefficiencies. You, you actually, it's surprising how much time you give someone. And um, it's crazy. We had a, a woman once that the, the husband, wife team, uh, husband was a detailer, wife did all the books. And she literally sent Jody an email and she's like, thank you. You gave me my weekends back. And it's just yeah. that, that getting rid of inefficiencies that allowed them to actually come back as a couple. And instead of just being a business 24 seven, they became, you know, we work nine to five and we're, we're shut down on the weekends. We get to have our, our lives back again. And, and it was not just more efficient in the business, but they actually were able to process more cars because they're not fumbling around with paperwork. And what did you do on that car? I don't know. I wrote it down on a piece of paper. And it's, it's, again, it's back to that same thing. You start, if you start with the driver's side, if that's your cyclone system, you start with this side, you go here, you go here, you go here, you know, just as you said, if I'm on the driver's side rear, you know that that's the last area that they're vacuuming out or whichever direction you go. And you can rely on that. And you know, you're not going to be doing rework. You know, I, I watched a guy do the whole interior of a car once and then start, and it was a convertible and then started polishing the outside. And I'm like, and he's about to redo the inside of the car. <laughs> and he wasn't using uh, some of the newer products where there's not a lot of, of dust that comes off. I mean, he, man, he slathered the stuff up and and it just went and I just was like, and the black interior is now speckled and it's over. You might as well start over. So um, it's, it's those kind of things I think that are vital to this. So does Prana Wash have, are they a, um, they're not a car wash. You're a full service detailing car, full service. So it's hand car wash. It's all waterless. Awesome. Um, which is a change for me. And, you know, I, I, you know, I, I usually don't go on record with this, but I used to, I used to poo poo uh, waterless wash um, just for the fact that you can't, you can't get as detailed, you know, into some of the parts of the vehicle. Um, but we've introduced some phenomenal things that allow us to do that. We actually use compressed air to actually spray the waterless wash, which allows us actually to do wheels, rims, tires, things that usually are the most difficult for waterless companies, the grill, all those different, you know, kind of slashes and pieces. Um, we have tools now that we can get in there as we're doing waterless and we still expend no water. I mean, it takes about 16 ounces of water to do an entire vehicle. Um, so, you know, we're doing full hand car wash and then, Again, one of the biggest things is just even bringing somebody like Chris in and his expertise and showing guys how to properly use equipment. Um, you know, little thing. I mean, Chris has a great background in um, just safety, you know, just going into locations, him and I bopping around and just just seeing just misses on OSHA things and things that you just people take for granted every day. So I, I think the whole process that we're going through right now is we we kind of take this company that's been successful by itself and add improvements to it and little tweaks. You know, we're not trying to change everything. Um, there's a lot of great nuts and bolts there. And I think every company out there probably has some great things going on. So it's, you keep the great stuff and, you know, we're not changing things just for the sake of changing. We're changing to be more efficient. And the, one of the biggest things that, that happened, and it's the same process that I talk about, you know, when I talk about following, you know, how you develop and how you fix a company, the first thing I always talk about is 
financial management. You know, you got to have good reporting. You got to know your numbers, you know, daily at the very least, but, you know, roll them up weekly. So that was one of the first things that I think changed everybody's world was when we, I use a thing called the financial summary and it's super simple. It's sales, it's labor, it's writing a schedule and then having your projected labor, what that looks like first your the labor from the actual, from the day, from what actually happens in the paint, we call it. Um, so I think little things like that have really changed even the managers at the locations, their mindset around what they do, how they do it. They can see it. Um, we bonus everybody. So everything's, everybody's bonused off of profitability. So now they can see their numbers. They can manage them. They're not, you know, the mushroom theory of management. You guys know how they grow mushrooms? Yeah, I do. Right? Yeah. They, put, you know, they grow them in caves, right? They, huh? they, they load in a bunch of horse shit. And then, you know, these mushrooms grow. And, you know, so we, we yep. call it the mushroom theory of management, keep them in the dark and feed them a lot of shit. Um, but we don't do that. We're like the opposite of that. So we, uh, you know, every time I see that, that style of management, I cringe because we find that being open and transparent, we have weekly calls like this on Zoom with the entire company across the country. They know every single thing we're doing as we do it. So it, it, it creates for a, a, a rapid change not people just getting bits and pieces of wondering what's going on. They know what the global plan is. They know what we're working on. We've defined everything very clearly. So I tell everybody, if you're doing anything, the first thing you need to do is have goals and you have to have a written plan. And, you know, currently we're in the middle of, you know, COVID-19 and the lockdown and all this kind of stuff. I tell everybody, you know, there's no better time right now than, to, you know, I have a new thing called FYS, fix your shit. Um, there's no better time than right now to actually fix your stuff. So, yeah. you know, that was one of the things that when this happened, we didn't freak out at all. We looked at it as an opportunity before it felt like we were driving down the road at 80 miles an hour and we're on the hood of the car trying to change the headlight. And we actually got to pull the car over, take a walk around it. So even though that, you know, we've had a significant drop in revenue, um, it's actually, I think for everybody out there, this is the time you need to work in your business or on your business, not in your business. Right. So you, you don't have a buffer and a polisher to pick up. What can you be doing? So go and look at your systems and make sure they're good from every different part of your business. And then go and fix your digital footprint. The biggest thing I see in the detail world, every time I, I work with somebody, the first thing I do is I go look at their digital footprint, meaning their website, their marketing, you know, how they have this stuff all connected. And for a lot of guys, they understand that they need to do it or they should do it, but they never have the time to do it. They're too busy running the business. So if you're out there and you're trying to think about what to do, go and look at your systems and procedures. Make sure that your digital footprint is connected as well as it can be. Your website's connected to your Facebook. Your Facebook is connected to Google. And if you can loop all those things together, when we come out of this, you'll be in a great position to really hit the gas and go. Oh, yeah. And that's... It's amazing because when this first started happening, Jody and I were the same way. We, we, it's funny. We, we, we are really close on a lot of the things that you're saying. Jody and I have uh, weekly projections, monthly projections. Uh, you know, which of our employees is doing which project, what they're working on on a daily basis. And we have two meetings. We have one at nine o'clock in the morning and one at three o'clock in the morning. What are you going to do? What did you do? Yeah. And it's every single day with every employee. And that way we really keep tabs on it and it keeps them accountable. I mean, they actually like it. They'll, they'll text me. If it's, if it's 901, I get a text message from one of my main developers it's like, dude, we're already in the meeting. I mean, they like this accountability because then if they need help, 
And in the software world, we're always raise your hand. Don't go off in the weeds for two and a half hours. And how do I do this? Geez, I'll just go and then you're gone. It's like, raise your hand if you can't solve something. It's the same way in the automotive world. I mean, I see more people now reaching out and sending pictures going, hey guys, I got this boat issue. I got this thing. It's a non uh, shiny surface. It's got that porous. How do I clean it without taking the sand, you know, and people reaching out and helping each other out. And I, I think that that is um, really a key indicator of what we're going to see in the future. Um, I think you're going to see the, I, I guess the bottom of the barrel, the lowest of the low end of the people that are in this industry are going to probably exit because they won't be able to handle it. But people that are on the higher end that have a more business mindset um, like yourselves and, and what you guys are doing, that is where it's going to come together. I mean, we've watched this industry. I was talking to uh, Rennie Doyle the other night. 2008 is the first time I went to the Mobile Tech Expo. And I, I was blown away. I'm like, this is out of control. This is the Wild West. You know? um, and now we've seen a lot more people come together with a business mindset of working on the business. And how do I take my business from this level to this level? And systems and processes are the way to do that. I mean, a lot of people are good detailers. A lot of people are great detailers. And that's not enough anymore. It needs to be somebody that's a great detailer and they know how to run a business. They know how to take it from, you know, I've got one bay and I've got a helper part-time to I've got six bays and I'm full-time. And we've taken, we helped a guy, one of the, one of the most um, rewarding things for me was we took a customer of ours that had one bay and he had a part-time two helpers and he wanted to expand and we helped him expand the size of his shop to three times the size. He opened up a retail front product location, selling products. He, he has multiple lines of business now and he's taken on, I think it was three times the square footage in his shop. And he did that through the reports and through the numbers of the system. It, he, he came to us and said, I don't know how to put this together, which I take that as a very positive thing. Focus on what you're good at and, and ask for help other places. And so he asked me to help him. And it took us less than three days to put together all the numbers the bank wanted, put that out there. The bank looked at the reports and they literally sent us back an email and said, that's perfect and gave him the loan. And right. that to me is a success story because you can now grow your business with the numbers. Like you said, the goals, they have to be measurable. And then you have to be able to show that you've met the goals and adjust as you go. You know, when COVID hit, everybody's goals changed. And if you didn't change your goals, if you didn't say, okay, we got new goals, then you're doing it wrong. You have to reassess, relook at those goals, replan. And like you said, look at your numbers. I preach to Jody all the time. I don't know if you saw the smiles when you said, look at the numbers every day, but I preach every to Jody and the team every day. day, every day, every day. Where's the money going? Where's it coming in from? And how can we adjust the dials to get us to where we want to be? And you've got a one-year plan, you've got a five-year plan, you've got a 10-year plan, you've got all these things you put in place, and then you readjust and realign those along the way as, as new things come in. So I, I have a question for both you guys. Yeah, and it's kind of unique, I think, to your leadership opportunities. Most companies, I think, when I look at them, they're growing the business. You're actually coming in as a new authority, a new manager, and you're trying to bring in 
an augmented vision. You're not trying to replace, you're trying to build on the foundation that it's already been there. So what unique challenges from a leader's standpoint and perspective is that presenting to you guys as you're trying to come in as this new team to motivate, inspire, and get everybody behind your vision? Because I think that's really key. Whether you're a small guy or a big guy, how do you get people to rally around your vision for where you're trying to take them? Jonathan, I'll go first if you don't mind. Um, one of the things, um, honest to God, is it's mindset. You know, if, if a person has that, um, the aptitude and the mindset and the passion um, to, to feed their families, to learn something new, um, that's pretty much where it all starts. So getting familiar, I mean, when I first got down here, me and Jonathan were, you know, as he says, bopping around, um, we, we literally took time, you know, with some of the managers and, and spoke with them on a one-on-one -on -one basis, some of them together, um, just to get a sense and a feel of where they were, where, where they wanted to go, what their goals were um, individually, not just within the company. So it all started with mindset. Um, and, and from there, some of the systems and processes that we've been implementing has, has been phenomenally received. Um, a lot of um, just the other day, training um, one of the managers on, on a few processes, his response was, I love this. I've never had this. You know, the little bit that I did get, it wasn't enough. And I didn't know how to ask. And I was so impressed by him that he was even able to to admit that and, and to share it. it. That was so unbelievable to me. Um, and what should have been a, a 20 minute training it turned out to be two hours, almost two hours, because it was just question. He was attentive, he was hungry. And you seen that passion come out in him. Um, and that was one of the first places that, that we both started with was getting to know the people that we're working with. You know, and it wasn't a superiority thing of, you know, um, this is who we are. You know, it was a, you know, hey, we're here to help. We're here to grow. And, and of course, it takes a little bit of time and, and rapport and, and a, a few certain other things. But along the way, um, we're not talking about it. We're being about it. We're, we're not telling, you know, our people, you know, this is what we're going to do. You know, they're seeing it. You know, they're seeing us jump in. They're seeing us answer the phone at 4.30 in the morning or 2 o'clock in the morning you know, with the question to them, it's like, hey, I'm asleep right now. But if it's important enough for you to call me at two in the morning, I'm going to answer this call and I'm going to sit up and I'm going to give you as best of my attention for two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but we are there and, and we answer our calls, we answer their questions, and we walk them through and we guide them in, in things that they don't understand. And, and what we're seeing is that there's more and more um, question asking you know when even if they're unsure or uncertain they definitely don't have a problem they're not as um reclusive as they were before now they're opening up they're they're sharing they're they're it's it's just unbelievable but it all starts with mindset um you know we believe in them just as much as they believe in us and and that's kind of been the beginning of the rapport and the relationships that we've been developing um, with Impronto, and and it's been working great so that's what I have. I'm going to turn it over to Jonathan. Yeah, we, you know, we moved pretty quickly. Um, I, I have a, a background of, of really rapidly getting things done. So a lot less 
we've we've told them everything we're going to do, but it's it's like Chris said, you know, it's I'm from Missouri. It's the show me state, right? So it's you know, at the end of the day, not only are we talking about great stuff and making their lives easier and better, and then making more money, we're implementing those things. So you know, we put in a completely new centralized booking system that didn't exist before. Um, so you know, we have a whole new customer care team that is is all centralized. So now anybody can get the assistance they need in a moment's notice. Um, things like that that we're, we've talked about it, but then we've done it very quickly. For me right now, it, you know, the coming in on the management side is. I mean, I've, I've been doing this my whole life. You know, I come in, I have a very systematic process on how I introduce myself. And like Chris said, we first thing we do is we go and meet everybody. Um, we find out what, what they like and don't like. And then we find out the biggest things that people don't like and we, we eliminate them, right? We make it better, easier, faster. But the next big thing for us is really about growth. One of the biggest problems we have in our industry is there's there tends not to be a very good path for progress or growth potential for people inside of their career. And people really want that. So, you know, as we go, even a detailer now, you know, we're going to, we're going to give them better training. We're going to be able to, to certify them. We're going to be able to give them a progress path where they can better themselves. They can better their own compensation and we can grow. So right now, one of the weirdest things in the world. And, you know, so I come in, when I come in, you know, and I've done this in the past where, you know, we've raised a lot of money to grow very rapidly and to grow very large. There's no difference. Right now, Pronto Wash, we are putting in the foundation of all the systems so we can ultimately grow very quickly. And there's a pretty simple formula to do it. It's about, you know, going out and finding the people that you want to do business with, finding the customers that look just like your best existing customers today and go and find more of them. Right? That's the formula. Anybody can do it. Go back and look at the customers that you're serving the most of today and figure out what the commonalities are and then go find more of them. So we've done all that. We've analyzed a database of over 30,000 people. We know how to market to them. We know what they like. We know their interests. So right now, it's really all been foundational. And right now, we're, we're in the process of kicking on what we call the, the sales system, which is about, about growth. So for us right now, you'd be amazingly surprised, but with the fluctuations in the stock market and with the uncertainty in the world, it's created a very unique opportunity for us. There's a lot of money that's sitting on the sidelines. We've been approached now by more investors and more franchisees looking to do something you know, with their money and to ultimately have their own businesses. So we actually have more demand to grow the business than we currently um, have the capacity to handle. So it, yeah. it's definitely an interesting world out there today for everybody. Yeah, well, that, that's that's super exciting, and, I, and it, it's just fun to see how the the industry as a whole is expanding, and it's you know it's it's exploding on so many levels. You know, we're seeing improvements with the mobile guys. We're seeing guys like you on the other side that are really trying to explode explode both the fixed location and combined mobile. And, you know, it, it's just really fun, you know, especially coming back from 2008, being at that first Mobile Tech Expo, well, man, this is a bunch of gypsies, right? And, and seeing the evolution of the industry as a whole. And so, you know, we've been going at this for an amazing 45 minutes. It's fun to keep going these. So, um, and kind of to wrap up, what are, what are some, some nuggets that you would recommend people implement for their business and how do they get in touch with you guys to either glean from your knowledge or you know get in touch with you guys as a customer 
So, I mean, the biggest thing that, I, that, you know, I'll tell everybody out there, and we've said it several times on this call. One is if you don't have a written plan, now is the time to sit down and write one. You need to have goals that are realistic and measurable, and you need to start tracking on that. So at the very least, you need a I mean, it could be a napkin, it could be anything, but you got to write it down. I, I talk to a lot of people that don't, they have an idea and they probably have a great plan. They just don't write it down. There's a, there's a tremendous power in that pen hitting the paper and you getting those thoughts down that you can reference every single day. You know, and I'm a big fan of you review your goals every single day because that's what puts it in your brain and it'll, it'll keep you from getting distracted on things that don't apply to your goals. So a written plan, I think, is, is the best thing you can do. But you got to be innovative right now and think about when, when we come out of this, or even now, what can you be doing to grow your business? And there's lots of ways. Everybody has opportunity to grow their business. So you got to make the plan and you got to put that in action. And then you got to start figuring out ways to be innovative and grow. Support your existing customers really, really well. Over communicate to them. I find as an industry, we don't communicate to our customers nearly enough. So communicate to those folks. And then you can leverage that for lots of things in the future. They can give you referrals, they can help you, they can give you reviews. So those are some of the basics that I see guys missing all the time. Um, Chris, what are your thoughts? Um, my thoughts, I guess I basically would revert back to my previous statement of, of mindset. Um, if people have the right mindset in, in this, scenario that we're dealing with with this virus thing um i believe people will will see this through they, they will get through this they will get past this and i definitely will piggyback off of what jonathan said as far as what can you do right now i mean you may not be in your shop um you know and, and i understand that everyone's situation is different um you know some guys are are small and some are bigger i mean but there are things that you can do you know, not just for your business, but for yourself individually, you know, are, are you really looking at your financials, you know, how you budget, how you manage, how you market, um, customer service, uh, what's the efficiencies, the systems that you have in place to be more efficient coming out of this. Those are the things that I would focus on right now. Um, and also paint by numbers, you know, <laughs> I'm sharing this to the world that I'm a big paint by numbers guy. <laughs> It is definitely a good distraction um, to take your mind off of things, you know, for a little bit. Um, but again, too, it's mindset because as much and as long and as hard as, as me and Jonathan has been working, we still need that moment to decompress, you know, whether, you know, with um, speaking on the phone with someone or just tuning out to some music, watching a movie. Um, it's mindset. <laughs> At the end of the day, I believe that a lot of beginnings and successes in the, in the, um, epidemic of this thing is is going to be mindset that's going to get people through. So that would be what I have for people right now. Yeah, and I, I something that I picked up years and years ago at a, a business seminar that it just it's silly, but I've leaned onto it for years and it really works. Is you know when you've got a ton of stuff in front of you, we have a tendency to just kind of uh, where do I even start? And one of the things that's pulled me out of that is write down the three most important things that you can do in your life that day. It doesn't matter if it's business, personal, financial, kids, whatever, three things, write them down. And you find that you will kick through those three things and it will help pull you out of whatever kind of funk you're in. These are the three things I got to do. And you'll do those three and then you find yourself adding three more because now you've got those three and sometimes they're too big and you only get the first two and then the next one goes to the next day. But 
every single day I write down, and again, I agree with you, Jonathan, right here, you gotta, it, 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 there's a power in doing that, you know, write it down and put down those three things. Jody and I have whiteboards all over everywhere and every day we'll write those things down. And a lot of times they're the same thing and get those three and focus on that. And then, and also is take some downtime. Like, like Chris said, you got to take some downtime. I don't care if it's staring at a wall, you go out and I mean, it's, I, I, I'm, I'm going to open up here a little bit. Yesterday I was actually thinking about detailing my lawnmower just to get myself outside. I like it. <laughs> it's black. It's got scratches all over. I'm like, you know, I could take this and just do something to get your mind off of this current situation because this is overwhelming and you've got to pull yourself into something positive. Mm -hmm. That's Absolutely. awesome. So how do guys get connected with you guys? Um, for, for me, the, the easiest thing to do is, um, you know, last year I launched Detailer Insider Secrets when I was the president of the IDA. And really, it was it was my way of giving back to the industry. And it's all still active. It's all still live. So if you go to detailerinsidersecrets.com, there's a whole free resource section there. There's a whole goal-setting workshop that I give away for free. So that's probably the best, easiest thing to do is just go there. You click on a button. You opt in. And it'll take you to a membership site. And a lot of the stuff that we've talked about today is there. And I give it away for free. So I encourage people to go that path. For me, you can always ring me up. It's Jonathan at Detailer Insider Secrets or Jonathan at prontowash.com. Either one of those, you can get to me very, very easily. Facebook. Yeah, and for me, um, it's detailersdictionary.com. Hit the contact me button. Um, I'll receive an email. Um, and, you know, again, you can hit me up on social media, um, Facebook, um, Instant Messenger, you know, I'm fairly easy to contact. If, if you if you don't have my number, someone has it, and, and I don't have a problem with someone sharing my number. So if, if there's anything that I can help with, reach out. It's not a problem. Awesome. Yeah, we say that sincerely. I, I got to tell you, one of the things I know about Chris, and Chris knows about me, when we say that we're here to help, like, I mean, I've never not gotten on the phone and spent time with somebody that, that wanted to understand more, wanted some help, had some real questions. So as, as much as we're busy and we have a lot of things going on, I'm busy, but I'm organized and I can take time out and I will help anybody at any time. Do not hesitate to pick up the phone and yep. reach out. That's awesome. Perfect. Well, Maybe I, I not two in the morning, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Chris, at two in the morning. I yeah. heard you said two, Chris. <laughs> yeah. I will yeah. not be calling you at two o'clock in the morning. You can guarantee Thank it. you so right. much for that. Well, I, I genuinely that. appreciate I mean, I, that. We talk to you all day long. I mean, this is something where we, we're, we're passionate about people, you know, raising their business to that next level. And we could go all day long, but we do have to end at some point. But Well, guys, I appreciate you guys having us. I love what you guys do for the industry. You guys are rock stars. And I, I love tuning into all of your guys' shows. So anybody seeing this for the first time, absolutely tune into everything these guys put out. It is fantastic. And it's from, from the heart, I can tell. So I appreciate well, you Well, thank you. I mean, we have a lot of fun. In fact, I, last week I was looking at uh, the YouTube channel and I'm like, how many episodes have we done? And I we actually busted over 75. And I'm like, wow, we've done that many? So, yeah, it, it's a great time. We get to meet with guys like you that are impacting the industry. We want to thank you for joining us. And for those of you that are tuned in, thank you so much for tuning in every week. We do take the audio from this, and I put it out on a podcast. So if you're on the road, you can listen to them and all of the past episodes we have the YouTube channel and the Facebook lives that we do every week. So thank you guys. Thank you for being our guests. And we sure, will no check problem, you guys anytime, thank you guys. same bat channel just next week. Awesome, guys. Thanks. Have a good one. Thanks See a lot. You guys.
Thank you guys. Have a good one.